Sukkah Davkaf, the last thing we're discussing, was a big mat of reeds, which is usually meant for schach. If you specified it for sleeping purposes, you can't use it for schach. And if you made it for schach, then you could use it for schach. Rabbi Eliezer says, it doesn't make a difference on the size. You could always use it for schach if you made it for schach, and you can't use it for schach if you didn't make it for schach. And our Gemara explained that it sounds like Tanakama is contradicting himself when it comes to Stam, when you didn't specify what the mat is for. And the Gemara explains it's not a problem with Tanakama, with the big mat is usually meant for Schach. So if you specified for sleeping purposes, then it's Mechabel not no good for Schach. And in the second part of what Tanakama was saying, he was talking about a small mat, which is usually meant for sleeping. And if you specify it for schach, then it's kosher. And then it showed us a mahlukit in Rebili Ezer. Rebili Ezer contradicts himself. And the Rabbah explained that, no, when it comes to a big mat, everyone agrees that it's meant for schach. And the real question is with a small mat, Tanakama holds that it, a small one is usually meant for sleeping. And Rebili Ezer felt that a small one, if not specified for sleeping, it could also be used for schach. And with that, we're starting Kaf Amud Aleph, and the Gemara is going to explain how Rava fits in our Mishnah. So, Vehachi Ka'amar, this is what the Mishnah really was meant to say. Machzelet Akanim Gedola, a big mat, if you made it specifically for sleeping, then mekabel no good for What's the reason? Because you made it for sleeping. If you didn't specify, it's like you made it specifically for schach, and you could use it for schach. Ktana, small one, asal sikuch misachirin ba. A small one, if you made for schach, you could use it for schach. Tama, dasal sikuch, because you made it for schach. Hastama, without specifying. Nasa, kemisha asal shriva. It's like you did it for sleeping. Ve'en misachirin ba, you can't use it for schach. Ve'atar, bili ezer, the mimar comes, bili ezer, it's day, that the din is not like that. Rather, a hot tana, the hot dola, stama, without specifying. Kesha sikuch, you could use it for schach. And that was Rabbi Le'ezer Sefa, but in his Resha, he was trying to say that Tafka, if you made it for sleeping, then it's Pasul Lesikuch. Now, Amale Abaye, Abaye tells Rabbi if Rabbi Le'ezer is coming to argue, even in the case of a small mat, and say it's the same as a big mat, you could use it for Skach, then why is the Mishnah use a language of Rabbi Le'ezer, Omer, Hat Ktana, Hat Dola? He, he shouldn't say a small one or a big one. He should say a big one or a small one. And then you understand he's coming to, to be Mehadesh. Usually you first say the whatever is Pashut. And then you say the, the Hidush. Ve'od is another question on Rava's words. That he said the Mahlok is about the small one. Kipligay, when Rabbi Le'ezer and, and Tanakama argue, big they're only arguing on a big one. Ve'ribi Le'ezer Le'humra. Rabbi Le'ezer was trying to be Mahmoud. We have a Braita, a, a, a mat of reeds, big dola mesakechin ba. A big one you could be mesakech well, even if you made it first time uh, without specifying. And Rabbi Le'ezer Omer im ba, meaning only if you made it specifically for schach, then you could use it for schach. And it sounds like if you stam it without specifying, then you can't use it for schach. So you see that in, in this Braitha, the Rabbi Le'ezer argues even in a big mat, and Rabbi Le'ezer is the one who is Mahmir, not Tanakama. 
So the Gemara rejects Rava's proof. Ela Amar Fapar. Fapar is going to bring a different answer. Big Tanak Ole Alma Lopliga Distamal Shiva. If it's a small one, Tanaka Man Rebila Ezer both agree that's meant for sleeping and therefore it's Pasul for Schach. Keep Liga, the Mahlokit between Tanaka Man Rebila Ezer is Big Dola. You made a big one, Stam, you didn't specify why. Tanaka Masavar, Stam Gedola Lasikuch. Usually a big one is meant for schach, therefore it's not meant uh, to be mekabel tumah, and therefore you can use it as schach. Even a big mat is also meant for sleeping on it, therefore you can't use it for schach unless you specify it's meant for schach. And you have to say, it's like the Brita before, Rebbe Le'ezer is Mahmir, and you have to explain, When Rebbe Le'ezer in the Mishnah said, if you made it for sleeping purposes, what did he mean over there? This is what he meant. Even when you make it Stam, without specifying it's meant for sleeping, and it's Pasul, until you specified it for Schach. A person made a mat of papyrus, bulrushes, different types of reeds. If it's big, you could use it for schach. If it's small, they're soft, they're meant for sleeping on it. Therefore, no good for schach. However, if they're reeds or if they're harder reeds, if they're gedula, not gedola, gedula, milashon of a braid. If they braided them with large braids, not totally put together, then mesakechimba, you could use it for schach because it's hard and therefore you could use it. it's not meant for sleeping. However, aruga, if it's regular woven, then it's meant for sleeping and therefore in mesakechimba, you can't use it for schach. Rabbi Shmael Rabbi Yossi, Omer Mishum Aviv, Rabbi Shmael Rabbi Yossi said in the name of his father, a hadzo, the hadzo, doesn't make a difference. Braided, woven, whatever the case is, mesakechinba, you're allowed to use it for schach, vechen hayar, bidosa, omer, kidvarav. And bidosa is also said like a bishmael, bidosi. Now, tananatam, we learned in Masechet Adayot, kola hotzalot, mitamin, tememet. All the hotzalot, and we'll explain later what that means, are mitamet, tememet, diver bidosa. Bahachamim omrim, midras. They are mitame only. Midras. Midras is anything that like laid on it, stepped on it, sat on it, any of that or whatever, anything on it, that's metameh. So the Gemara understands, wait a second, according to Hachamim, Midras in Temeh Metlo. You tell me, Dafka metameh Midras, but it's not metameh tumatmet. Vhanantanan, we learned, call metameh Midras, metameh tumatmet. Anything that is metameh Midras, it is also metameh tumatmet. So Gemara explains, Emma af midras. No, it's also mitamet tumat midras. Okay, my hotzalot. What is hotzalot? Amar avdimi bar hamduri. It means marzovle. So Gemara says, wait a second. My marzovle. What's marzovle? So Amar biaba mezable. It's the knapsack that shepherds uh, some uh, keep their stuff in, and sometimes they sleep on it. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish Omer, no, what's Marzoble? It's a Mahzalot Mamash, Mamash mats, and there's no Bet Kibul, doesn't accept anything, therefore they're just a flat mat, there's no Bet Kibul. Lakish and Rish Lakish goes with his reason. I am the Kapara for and his children, he's going about to bring a proof in their names, so he's remind, remembering them with Kavod. Misael, in the beginning, when Torah was forgotten from Israel, Ezra came from Babel and taught everyone Torah again. But then again, the days of Bene Betera, when they were Nasim, 
the Torah was forgotten, and Allah Hillel Habavli, they said that I came at Hillel Habavli, and we learned Torah from Sha'av at Elyon. He came to Israel and he taught it all over again. Hazra bin Shtakhan was forgotten again, and Alu Rabbi Hiya, Ubana, Vigiseduha, and came Rabbi Hiya and his children, and they were, may I say, they retaught the Torah. Vichen Amar Rabbi Hiya, Ubana, and now we're going to what Rabbi Hiya and his children said. Rabbi Dosa and Hachamim, when it came to the Tamim, Tamim, Midras, that thing, they didn't argue when it came to the mats of Usha. Everyone agrees that they are Tameh. They're soft. They're meant for people to sleep on it. They're for Tameh. Vishel Everyone agrees that in Tevariya, they're harder. Nobody usually sleeps on them. Therefore, they're Tahor. What was the mahlukit? Al Shar Mekomotan, other places, more Savar, Ribidosa held, Kevan de Leka de Ativala. Usually nobody sits on this. Therefore, Kedvariya Damian, they're like the ones from Teverian, they're Tahor, Umor Savar, and Hachamim held, Kevan de Mikrevetvala. Sometimes people sit on it. Kede Usha Damian, therefore, they're like the ones of Usha, which are Mekabel Tum'ah. So you see Rish Lakish brought this proof over here that Hotzalot is mats. And the Gemara goes back to the whole of uh, the Hotzalot HaMetamet HaMemet according to Bidosa or even Midras according to Hachamim. Amar Mor Kola Hotzalot Metamet HaMemet Veri Bidosa. How can you say that? Vehatanya, we have a Braita. Vechena Ya Rabi Dosa Omer Kidvarav. Rabi Dosa said like Rabi Shema'el Berabi Yossi that you could use it for Shach. So the Gemara answers, La Kasha, Ha de it le gadanfa, Veha de let le gadanfa. If the mat has an edge which turns upwards, it becomes like a bit kibul, and now it becomes a keli, and now it, it can become tamen, therefore you cannot use it for schach, etc. So the one of the Mishnah where Rabbi Dosa says it's mekabel tumat met is if it has an edge that's turning upwards, and the one in the Braita is where the edge is flat and therefore it's straight it's not mekabel anything and therefore it's not mekabel tuma and you could use it for schach now we also had a mahlukit what is hotzalot we said rabbi abba said it was the knapsack of the shepherds and Rish like you said they were mats metive we have a we have a braita that says hotzalot shall sham the hotzalot of reeds papyrus we shall give you shall sack or sackcloth we shall sefira horse hair according to the one who said that the hot salot are marzoble, the bags that would be Abba, then I understand why they make a beltuma because they're meant to hold things, and you could say shalsham, bishelgemi, that are braided well okay you could use it as a bag to hold big fruits that are heavy therefore it's, it's a keli it's mekabel tumash or sak bishal sefira sackcloth or the horsehair one hazule gulki vetsane they're meant for smaller fruits things that are small eleman de amar machzalot mash but according to Rishlakish who said they were mats bishlamashal sak vishal sefira okay we could get away with the sack cloth and the horse hair there make a belt to my boy because hazule frasev you could use them as as a screen for the window or the door you could use it as a sifter okay ela shall sham bishal gemi le my hazu but for the reeds or the bulrushes, what are you going to do with them? 
So Gemara says, no, you could do something with that. You could use it to cover a barrel where wine or alcohol is made. Now, some say the question was not on Rish Lakish, rather it was on Rabbi Abba, and the, and the mahluk at the back and forth of the Gemara goes as follows. It makes sense according to Rish Lakish, who said mats, you could use shel sham, vishel gemi, hazul, and aziyata. The, the reeds, papyrus, all these are meant for covering a barrel, a cup, whatever it is. And shel sak, vishel sefira, and the sackcloth, and the horsehair, hazul, defaseve, and You could use it as a screen or a sifter. And therefore, it's make, it's hashuv, it's make a belt, umma elemande, amar, mazovle, according to the Uriviya Abba, who said they were knapsacks, bishlama, shel sak, vishel sefira, hazul, gulke, bitsane. Okay, I understand the sackcloth and the horse that you could use for small fruits. But the ones from the papyrus and the reeds, what are they meant for? They have big holes over there. So Grant says, no, they're meant for bigger fruits. So they're just the same idea, but backwards. Tanya Amar said, when I went to the to the Golat, I went to the exile, Matsati Zakene had I saw an elderly rabbi Amali and he told me Mesakin Bebudya, you allowed to use a mat for Shaku. Shabbat it's Rabbi Yoshua When I went to Rabbi Yoshua, my uncle, Hodal he agreed to that elderly rabbi. You allowed to use those mats as Khak. Amar Hasda, the Hudelit Ganfa as long. As the edge is not turning upwards and it's not a keli, so it's not make a tumah, it's a regular mat for schach. And Amar Ula Hane Budiata Debne Mahoza, the mats of Mede Mahoza, they're here at the city of Mahoza, Il Malek Hirshalahin Mesakihin Behu. If they didn't have a wall, meaning the edge is turned upwards, you would be able to use it as schach, but now you can't use it as schach because it's make a And Tanya Miache. We have a Brayta like Ola where it says you're allowed to use a Budya, a mat as Chach, but if they have a wall, an edge that turns upwards, you cannot use it as Chach. And now we are starting the second peric of Masechet Sukkah. The Mishnah starts, a person who sleeps under a bed, that, and remember this bed has feet that are more than 10 tefahim from the ground, so it be, so under that bed becomes like a tent under a sukkah, and it blocks a person from being under the sukkah. A person who sleeps under that bed is not yet said the chovato, and we know that Rabbi Uda argues, he holds that bed is a temporary tent and does not negate the sukkah, which is a permanent tent. And therefore, with that with that reasoning, he said a story that Amar When we were younger, we used to sleep under beds in a sukkah in front of the elderly rabbis and they didn't tell us anything. And Amar Shimon. Rabbi Shimon wants to argue and say the opposite. There was a story with Tavi, the slave of Rabban Gamliel. He was sleeping under the bed. And Rabban Gamliel told the elderly rabbis, Do you see my slave Tavi? He's a Tamil Hakam. He knows that Avadim are patur from the Sukkah. So he wants to sleep under the bed. That's why he's sleeping on their bed. Now, he never said this halacha straight out. However, based on what was going on, we see that someone who slept under a bed in a sukkah is not yotzeh, the chovah doesn't count. 
Now, the Gemara wants to understand why are you not say the Chovah if you sleep under the bed. Now, the bed doesn't have 10. So the Gemara answers, no, no. We're talking about a bed that is 10 tefahim above the ground. So if you sleep under it, it's already considered an oil and it blocks from the actual sukkah. Now, the Gemara is going to bring a Mishnah legabe tuman tahara, and based on that, we're going to later understand what Rabbi Yudah was holds in our Mishnah. So, Tanura Banan. Now, in general, when it comes to Tumat Met, in the house, Tumat Oil, if there is a hole in the ground, or any hole, or any open area that is a tefah deep with a piece of a mit inside, even a kezait, and then it's been covered, anything in that closed-off area, in that hole, is tameh. And it's going to be called Tumat uh, Ohel of Emet. So based on that, Tananatam, Echad Chor if there was a hole in a rock that was made by water, or Shratzim, or creeping animals, or the ground was salty, and that's how the hole developed. A hole under a pile of rocks. Or like a, a hole in or a space under a pile of beams. It is considered a tent over Tum'ah. Anything under there is Tameh. It becomes like one big uh, area. So anything that walks on top of it, it becomes, it has the rule of oil hamet. If a tent that was not made by a person, it is not considered a tent and it does not transmit Tum'ah. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.